apparently number one was not as clear as I thought it was. Da 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 da. Welcome to Top Eight with Corin and Batmouse. Uh, I am your uh, I'm your host Kendall, or I guess I'm not really the host of this show, uh, but uh, I'm I'm Kendall, and I'm here with Batmouse. Hey everybody, uh, and your favorite neighborhood bat, and and special gra- special guest Greg Zinn, aka uh, our Star Wars CCG rules advocate Gurgle. Was I supposed to think of a funny thing to say here? I I don't know. I don't know. We're still, this is only the second episode. And of course, our uh, master of trivial trivia, Mr. Taco Bill. Hello, everybody. So today we are talking about the top eight uh, special rules from Appendix C of the, uh, of, of the advanced rule book. Um, so, uh, so, so, uh, Greg, you, you came up with, you came up with this suggestion. Uh, what made you, what made you think this would be, would make for a good list? Uh, well, you know, it's got a good amount of choices without being overwhelming. There's about 30 kinds of rules in, uh, Appendix C. They're all the, the special rules of the game. I don't know, Kendall, if you were planning on like reading them all out to the audience yeah. or if you want to just give a few examples, but yeah, I'll, <clears throat> I'll, I'll read them. I'll read them real fast here. Sure. Uh, so special rules from Appendix C, asteroid, blown away, bluffs, bombing run, capturing characters, capturing starships, cave, big one cave, collapsed, combo cards, Dagobah restrictions, death stars, hyperspeed, orbiting, and you can't play both, uh, Dejeric hollow game board, dueling, hatred cards, Hoth energy shield, inserts, Jedi testing, lightsaber combat, local trouble, mining droids, missing, pod racing, Reacts, Sabak, Senate, Stealing, Trench, and Undercover Spy. I would just add that uh, some things that people might expect to have heard but weren't in there are just because they're in other chapters. So, for example, you didn't hear Kendall say creatures. Creatures are a card type, so they're not really a special rule. Technically, it's an official, like, major part of the game, even though you rarely see creatures. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, And, yeah, and so... Just and 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 basically, just like any other list, uh, this is a top a top eight list, and it's by any criteria that we feel like. Um, you know, these are the these are the top. It's the best, definitive best top eight uh, special rules from Appendix C. Um, so uh, I guess uh, I'll let Taco Bill take over and explain the rules of the game. All right. So what we're going to do here, we're going to start with some trivia all about Appendix C. Um, You're looking to be the first person to get to two correct answers. That'll give you the first pick of which player you are. Now, which player you are is important because that'll tell you where you pick on the list. So player A is going to pick the number one and the number four spots on the list. Player B is going to pick number two, six, and eight. And player C is going to pick spots number three, five, and seven. And you might think to yourself, why would I pick player A? You only get two choices. But player A also gets a defensive shield. Uh, For this episode of the show, this defensive shield is don't do that again. Um, I'll explain how that one works. So uh, actually, let me get to this. So each player will also get two senses and one altar to use. 
they may use their senses to cancel uh, somebody else's pick, right? So say Kendall wants to put Dejaric rules at number one. Uh, somebody might say they sense that. Uh, he can't do that. He does also have one alter. So if somebody plays a sense, you can use your alter to cancel that. Uh, I'll go back to that defensive shield. So don't do that again. For this episode, it can be played when an opponent successfully senses your choice. Uh, your replacement choice cannot be sensed. So if uh, Kendall had picked Dejaric rules for number one, Batmouse sensed it. Uh, it can't be played, right? So Kendall would then play his defensive shield. Don't do that again. And whatever choice he makes next is going to be that number one spot. All right. With the rules out of the way, let's jump right into trivia. Uh, for these, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask our hosts first. So I'm gonna ask Kendall and Batmouse first, alternating, and then Greg gets a slight advantage. He's gonna be able to answer third every question as the guest. I listened to that first episode and I did a play along at home version and I gave myself that same advantage of always going last and I got a grand total of one point. So, <laughs> Greg, I feel but, like you're going to do a little better on these. I hope yeah. so. This is supposed to be my specialty, but we're just talking trivia here. So we'll see. All right. We, we will well, see. Batmouse, anything to say before we start here? Um, I, I, I would just like to reiterate that, um, this is that gap that helps a mediocre player like myself uh, creep in and close close that gap a little bit. So I'm I'm very excited to to get to the to the what I what I, I like to refer to as the as the WTF rule. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm hoping you got a little bit of a WTF trivia here too. So let's see. So I've got question one. Uh, so I'm gonna start with question one. That makes sense. Uh, how many special rules entries are in Appendix C of the current version of the AR? I'm going to go to Batmouse first. Um, wait, uh, special rules or just all of the Appendix C uh, rules? How many special rules are in Appendix C? 27. I don't know. 27. All right. Kendall. So I'm going to have faith in a rules advocate and say 30. 30. I said Greg. about I said about thirty, <laughs> <laughs> and I guess I shouldn't have said that. Apparently, I gave away the the first trivia question. But um, yeah, I I think it might have been twenty nine. I think I tried to count them just in case that was a, <laughs> a question. Is it twenty? Well, now I know this is this is two in a row where Taco Bill has had a question that's like how many how many legal targets do we have for this for this list? So maybe you should count that next time. Yeah, maybe we're gonna count those from going. Yeah, but going next forward. time I'm gonna switch it up on you. All right, so I will tell you, none of you got it correct. It's funny, though, because the actual answer is 28. So Batmouse with 27, Greg with 29, both get a point on that one. Let me nice. Find your points oh, you're here. allowed to go over. It's not, it's not Price, not is, price right. is Right. No, yeah. you're okay. allowed to go over. Okay, that's nice. All right, so we'll move to question two. So I know this is about Appendix C, but there's a couple entries in Appendix C that mention uh, a different appendix of the AR. So I want you to tell me, what is the title of Appendix E? Uh, we're going to start with Kendall. Um, wow. We got to start hard. Special cards. All right. Special cards. Great choice. Bad mouse. Location deployment restrictions. Location deployment. And Greg? Uh, Bad mouse is pretty much correct. I think, I think it's actually location deployment rules. It's got the layouts of all the planets and things like that. Location deployment. Or just, Ooh. yeah, something something location for sure. 
All right, so I will tell you what I have written down is location deployment. Uh, so <laughs> I, again, you guys tied, right? So both of you, I think, get that correct. So you both get two points. So what I'm going to do to determine who's the next uh, two gets to pick first, uh, whichever one of you gets one right next, we'll pick first. Um, and the other one will pick second. Kendall, I think you're locked into third here. Uh-oh. <laughs> All right, let's move on. We got question three. So question three is how many specific cards can be blown away? I'm not talking about like planet systems with the super laser. That wouldn't count. So don't worry about counting up the number of systems. I'm talking about specific cards, locations, things like that. Uh, we're starting this question with Batmouse. Eight. Batmouse has gone with eight. Kendall? Okay. So let me make sure I'm understanding. So you, you don't want to... So yeah, we're not we're not. I don't need the total of every single system that can be blown away by the Death Star, or every and every single uh, location that can be destroyed by by blown away by a bombing run. That's not blown away. I know that. Uh, <laughs> so I'm I'm gonna say both Death Stars, the hollow table thingy, um, trying to think if there's any others. Yeah, I'm just going to say three. Kendall with three. Greg? Uh, five. Five. The actual answer is seven. So you have the blockade flagship, uh, the oh, bunker, no. the Death Star, the Death Star 2, the Imperial Holotable, the main power generators, and the shield gate. They can all be blown away. I can bring with the landing platform, too, because it gets blown away with the with the bunker. Hey, that wasn't listed there, man. <laughs> right we're going All by right. the appendix so i'm going to give that answer to batmouse who was closest with eight um that means you have you were the first one to get to two points technically you won the tiebreaker so please tell me if you would like to be player a player b or player c i want you, the shield I'm you want the shield a. so batmouse uh player a greg you get your second choice here player b or player c Oh, sure. Um, player B is fine. Two, six, and eight I get. Player B for Greg and player C for Kendall. But we'll continue with trivia. I wrote yeah. seven questions. You're going to answer seven questions. Um, <laughs> all right. What section of Appendix C has the most subsections with 12? Kendall, we'll start with you. Oh, wow. 12 subsections. Um Uh, undercover spies. Undercover spies, a good guess. Batmouse. Uh, I think it might actually be blown away. Blown away? Yeah, it gets. Uh, we named seven of them. <laughs> Greg. Um. Well, while blown away is going to have a lot, uh, capturing is going to have more. Capturing. All right. The answer is capturing. With 12. Yep. <laughs> uh, blown away, I think, did have the second most. So you're there. I, right. guess, I guess it's good that you're the rules advocate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So number five here. So how many different cards can deploy to the holo table or holo game board? So I'm looking for all Dejarics and all holograms. Um, I'm not counting AIs, but I am counting V and uh, non-V as different cards. Oh. So, like, uh, what's the one? Visage of the Emperor and Visage of the Emperor V, you will count as two for this. 
got it. All right. And that then, adds two uh, more in, to in, my picks because I forgot about that card. <laughs> image, image, both images then, right? Yep. So, Batmouse, you're first. Oh, man. I'm okay, total for both sides, right? Yep. Um, 17. 17. Kendall? Okay, so first of all, you, Batman, I also forgot about image. Um, so that adds four to whatever my total is. Second of all, I was thinking of it in my head and counting them on my fingers, and I had eight fingers up but said ten in my head. Um, so clearly just uh, a thing here. And I was just, like, thinking of the difference. I'm going to say, I think, twelve. Twelve? Greg? What was, what was Batman's answer again? He said seventeen. Yeah, I think it's going to be high. I think, right. I think there's probably holograms that we're not even thinking about. I'm going to say like 18 prices, right? Me? Well, oh, yeah, I guess that's the right strategy. Sure. I was going to be nice and guess a higher number. But, yeah, we'll go with 18. <laughs> 18 <laughs> prices, right? Let's go question five this time. Last time I happened almost immediately. Uh, so the actual answer is 23. No, I did not list them all out, but there's uh, I think it was 11 Dijarix and 12 holograms, actually. Right. Um, and a, a couple other cards that actually came up that said hologram, but don't actually count. So I'll talk to Greg about that. <laughs> <laughs> so 23, uh, Greg closest with 18. Okay. All right. We got I, I would have guessed like 25 okay. and been closer anyway. So I don't feel too right. bad about the price is right strategy. You shouldn't. It's a great strategy. It is a great strategy. Uh, question six. Oh no, Han and Luke are missing. You form a search party of Zev Seneska, oh, no. Commander Wedge Antilles V, and Derek Hobby Clevian V. What do you need to draw to find one of Luke or Han? Kendall. <laughs> whatever Gemp says I need to draw. <laughs> um, I mean, you can draw whatever you want. It's just a matter of if you're going to find him or not. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you add one for each of the characters, I think. Uh, and I don't think their stats matter. Uh, I know that they can still force strain because we had this conversation, but that doesn't help. Um, I'm just going to say, I'm going to say you have to draw a four. I'm going to guess you have to get above six. All right. Batmouse. Um, so you have three characters. I, I'm, I'm not sure. I don't think any of them are scouts. Um, that would all have one to your total. So I think I, you need a three. And Greg? Um, just name those characters one more time, please. The, the ones <laughs> that are looking. <laughs> that is Zeb Seneska, uh, Commander Wedge Antilles V, and Derek Hobby Clevian V. Okay, yeah, I don't think you I don't think you have a scout there, but I think Zev says something about searching. So I'm gonna say you only need a two. Zev, Zev has some kind of searching game text, I think. Greg, you made me you're making me look this up on the fly to see if he does. Okay. I didn't think so. <laughs> uh, so the correct on? answer is three. Um, Kendall was right. You had one for each character. I think Batmouse said you would have added an extra one if it was a scout, but none of them are scouts. So, so the is correct that, answer is three. Is it on Ro does Rogue 2 say something? Is that it what might. I just looked up Zev real quick just to make sure. <laughs> I think yeah, the, it's, it's actually on, uh, uh, Rogue, on Rogue 2 on gives a bonus. So I thought you were trying to give us a little like twist with it by naming the characters, but... Uh, yeah, I got fooled because his Zev's uh, Snowspeeder Rogue 2 adds a bonus. 
And this is why I say they are the WTF rules, and but Batman is good with WTF is, rules. But, so it's above five. So I was wrong because yeah, I, got, I had the number wrong. Okay. Yeah. Yep, it's greater than five. That would make that would make more sense because there probably weren't any sevens at the time, so you wanted to be able to just well, but you add one for you. I don't know. <laughs> Never mind. Um, all right, and then question seven. Uh, so. What is the max number of cards you can draw during a game of Sabacc? Batmouse. Six. Batmouse instant six. Kendall. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm... There's clone cards. <laughs> <laughs> Wild cards. You can really draw six cards. That sounds high. Um, cause well, cause clone cards and wild cards don't make you draw extra cards. Uh, and you want to get to eleven. Seems like there wouldn't be a limit. I don't know. Um, eleven. Eleven. All right, Greg. Uh, the rules do have a limit. I don't have it memorized, but I love Batmouse's confidence, so I'm gonna say six. <laughs> that's the advantage of going last is you can do that all right the correct answer is you can draw between two and six cards so six is the max you can draw so point for batmouse point for greg Kendall, See, i should have said 12 and then been like oh i thought you meant the total of both players <laughs> <laughs> i mean i would have given you a point for that <laughs> all right so we have finished the trivia portion of our show we're going to move into the top eight list portion. Um, I have player A, Batmouse, picking first, fourth, and has a defensive shield. Player B, Greg, picking second, sixth, and eighth. And player C, Kendall, picking third, fifth, and seventh. So let's right. jump right in. We're going to start with uh, with pick number eight. That's going to go to Greg. Sure. So uh, when I was kind of making my own list, I thought about, you know, is the rule, does it feel thematic? Is it too complicated? Is it the players have fun with it? And also, like, does it get played or is it just like a nice idea that no one ever uses in games? Um, even though they, they cause a lot of grief, I'm going to put number eight as undercover spy rules because they do get played a lot. It does feel pretty thematic to have like an undercover spy out there messing with your opponent. Is it fun? Not always. It, it does cause grief, but and also it's not too complicated. So. Um, undercover spies feel like an eight to me. Really, all the way down at eight for undercover spies. Yeah. Oh yeah, because <laughs> I, I, because they are not fun. They do not bring joy to Star Wars CCG. They they bring unhappiness. But and most of these rules don't bring joy to Star Wars CCG. I'm gonna I'm gonna disagree. I'm not. I I, I love the pick. I, I I agree. I wish it would have been higher. Um, but but it makes my heart super happy to with undercover spies. I know you guys you know you guys don't like them, but I like that that ability to just go nah you can just have that i don't care i i, I know the, the game is currently trying to kill them very hard um uh, <laughs> but I, I i'd like to keep them around what did that poor droid ever do to you exactly. um yeah i it needs to be higher i'm gonna sense it i'm right. gonna alter that i'm gonna alter that oh okay all right so undercover spies was picked uh kendall tried to sense it and that sense was canceled by Batmouse's altar. So unless we have somebody else who wants to sense it, I'm going to lock Undercover Spies into eight. I'm good. 
All right. All right. Well, staring that nobody Bat Mouse do. has used his one altar. Look, you, look, you can't. You, here's the thing. So when when something gets sensed off the board, altered off, sensed off the board, you don't get to move it higher. It, yeah, it's you just gone. yeah, no, you it's can. Yeah, you can. It's gone. No, you can it's move true. it higher. We're gonna have to work that one out then. Yeah. I thought it was no, gone in too. The, in our last game, it was just gone. Can't be picked again. Yeah, I thought it could. Again. Yeah, oh, it yeah. definitely can be picked again. That was oh, that was I, that, I, that was definitely the intention of the rule. Oh, okay. oh well then let me, let me get my altar back then. Okay. Okay. So yeah, so we'll we'll clarify we'll clarify that uh, in the in the rules going forward. But in the set of rules that I in the podcast that I stole these rules from, that is definitely that is definitely a thing. The only reason that last the last time I didn't want um I didn't put I didn't put uh Great Pit of Carcoon higher on the list uh because I didn't want it any higher on the list. Like I had other things that I wanted to put put higher. Yeah, okay. yeah, no, no, no. Undercover, yeah, that is why I'm sensing undercover spies. Got gotcha. you. Uh, okay. To, uh, uh, to, to, because I think it should be higher on the list. Okay, okay. Thank you for the clarification. Because in our last game, it was just once we sent, once it got yeah. sensed off the board. Well, it, it just, was just yeah, gone. yeah, yeah. The only thing that actually got sensed off the board was my pick. So that's that's why I and, and I chose not to play it again. So, so that's okay. Now we're now we're clear. Uh, this is uh, this is the second. Uh, yeah, we just make the rules second up as we go along. It's fine. Yeah, second yeah. episode. Second episode. <laughs> okay, so it's made so up. It don't matter. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So undercover spies has been sensed by Kendall. Um, so that means we're going back Unless to Greg. Greg wants to alter it. Uh, no, I'll, I'll I'll leave it. I'm gonna move on to uh, uh, my next eight. pick. Maybe my most controversial um, is I uh, am actually gonna put it as pod racing. Um, I know a lot of people don't like pod racing, but I'm pretty impressed with uh, how the rules work for this because pod racing uh, seems really complex. There's all kinds of crazy stuff going on with the arena and the starting interrupts and the pod racers and the stack destinies. And yet it's all extremely intuitive. No one really asks questions about how to pod race. Uh, it just makes sense. You flip over your destiny, you stack them, you have your race total. And then when you reach a high enough number, you win and you do the stuff it says on the epic event. It's and then, beautiful. It just works. And, it's and, then, kind of and then occasionally it cancels the game. Uh, occasionally it does, but that's not the rule's fault. That's just the <laughs> fact that, you know, Decipher decided it should be a 12-4 swing. The, I don't blame the rules for that. They should have just put a lower number. Uh, I think you're so, referring to it blowing up, Jim. Yeah, I meant, yeah, I meant. Oh, oh. Yeah. I thought you meant that. I thought you meant it decides the game then and there. Like one person oh, yeah, wins yeah, the race and now you know how the game's going to go. All right. So also, pod racing in at number eight. Yeah. yeah I also had that higher, but I'm not going to sense it. Oh, really? Okay. Around the room real quick. Batman staring at me. All right. Pod racing going to be locked in at number eight here. All right. So we're moving on to number seven and that is Kendall's pick. Hmm. Maybe I should put my number one here because apparently we're that's how we're doing this list now. No. Uh, <laughs> okay. Well, geez. If uh, actually, you know what? That doesn't go there. I'm gonna say. Oh man, this is hard. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna say Jedi testing. Um, I think that uh, uh, kind of if if this is Greg has set the tone for the list. Uh, I think I think what I think about Jedi testing is kind of similar to what uh, to what he was saying about pod racing, except for 
not at all. But it's like <laughs> yeah, like pod racing is. Part. I think pod racing is is like it's thematic and it has like kind of the almost the right amount of impact on the game. Uh, but like it can also it also has its kind of its clunkiness and its imp- it, its imperfections and and elements that kind of pull you out. And I think shadow testing is kind of the same way, like where it's a really cool idea. First of all, like, like training, you know, training anybody, whether it's Luke or not. Um, it, uh, and I mean, Jedi testing was my number six, so it's, I'm not, I don't get to pick number six. Uh, but it's, but it's a cool, you know, it's a cool concept. Uh, when I talked to Jerry Darcy, like he talked about how he, how the idea was that, as Luke was getting trained in the force, uh, it was impacting the whole galaxy. You know, it was, it was shifting the, the, ba- the balance of the balance of the force and the whole galaxy and, and everything. And I think it actually does a pretty good job of that. Um, the only issue with Jedi testing is that you don't actually test them all the way to beating Jedi, uh, <laughs> general, generally speaking, uh, in, in, you know, even in like it pretty, like, I would be okay. Like it would be okay if it was, if it was like most of the time you just train them up to a certain point and like not everybody makes it. But the fact that it is like almost impossible to actually get somebody to be ability six is a, is a weakness of the, of the, of the thing. Plus, you know, people don't like my, what you've learned and stuff, but yeah, I think that's where I'm at. <laughs> I think seven is a good spot for it. I was going to say, um, you know, this would have been like a, a prime target for a sense. I, it just, the difficulty of it, um, like we like have to saying, add four to it if we if you try to play sense right now. I know, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but it, but mainly uh, I don't want to get murdered by uh, uh, mind what you have learned club. Um, <laughs> Somehow so, Scott's so, going to like find his way well, into this number, meeting. I mean, it's still at number seven. Like like no, it's still we do have to I'm, make a I'm list. Okay you do have to make a list. <laughs> All right. So if you so add number four, seven, would that make it would that make it eleven then? Um, on our, I don't know. On our eight place list? We might make it three. You'd have to watch out. Yeah, I was thinking of making oh, no. three. All right. So and, Jedi testing at seven, Greg. Uh, I I was just gonna add. Uh, you know, testing didn't make my list, but it, it's okay. It is very thematic. Um, also, for anyone who doesn't like the non-interactivity, I would point out a distinction that there's a separate rule for Dagobah rules. So we, there, there's Dagobah rules, there's Jedi testing rules. So if we're just talking about the testing itself, it's not so bad. And seven sounds okay with me. Yeah, that that that's a good. That's actually a good point. I, it is. I am talking about Jedi testing. I'm not talking about mind what you've learned or 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 Dagobah specifically. Also, you know what? Mind what you've learned isn't as non-interactive as you think it is. <laughs> It, it, it just it does it treads water for a few turns and then it comes after you yeah i mean you 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 give away what nine cards to, to do it nine ten cards to do it um yeah. on the table yeah but it does you know it does want to fight mind what you've learned does want to fight just you know all right well speaking of fighting let's fight over card number six here <laughs> as we lock jedi testing in so card number six greg it's your choice oh well yeah it's a lot of good choices here um i think i'm gonna go with uh combo cards because they are just they're really good they're not super exciting so i don't think they belong at the top of the list but they're just really a great addition to the game you know you've got your combo effects and interrupts you got the my favorite which is the combo characters you know you take you know use kind of useless cards like owen and Baru. you combine them and suddenly you've got a great card uh that's a lot of fun to play 
easy to understand. There's really not much to learn. It's just a better card, but it's got both personas or both card titles. They're fun. They're extremely playable. What's not to like? So they slot in perfectly at spot six, I think. They were my number seven, so I'm I'm not going to complain there. They weren't on my list, but they were in my honorable mentions. Um, uh, plus, they're you know some of the all wing all wings combo too. You know, you know the combo interrupts are are massive. Um, so it was close, but I, I'm I'm fine with it. I'm not going to touch it. Yeah, I've, I've I I don't know how I feel about it, especially some of the virtual combo inter- interrupts that like do 800 different things, but uh, you could sense. Well, I don't know. I don't, I don't like them. I, it's not that I don't, it's not that I just like when people play them against you can, me. You I don't can like sense end on uncertain is the future. It. Yeah. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, you mean I can, sense the, I can use, I can burn my sense. No, I'm yeah. not going to burn my, I'm not going to burn my sense on this, but, uh, but, uh, cause I, I think it's in there. I think they shouldn't be any higher. Um, but I just, you know, I just wanted to, my, my comment, I think that, uh, especially com- I guess combo permanence. So, uh, like, characters and starships and if there were combo weapons that would be pretty awesome um does was there ever like a grievous's lightsabers is was that a legacy card sabers no. i don't remember it I, yeah I, I don't know i know it seems like there might have been one if not there should be one uh but uh i i, I like i like the, I, the yeah the interrupts especially the interrupts that are virtual interrupts and don't really feel like a mix of the two cards uh, sometimes I don't like as much, but, um, but, uh, but yeah, combo combo. And also like, like I said, the, the, it's not a, it's not like a bad for the game. Like, <laughs> you know, like some of these rules. So. It, it depends who you ask. I mean, some of those, the premier to Death Star two players don't want to touch them at all. So yeah. And uh, for for anyone wondering, there was a Grievous lightsaber in legacy. Uh, it's the presence of the force image of the, the two lightsaber blades crossed. But it was singular or or it was or it was a it was a card called Grievous's lightsabers. Okay, but so it's not a combo card. It is not a combo card. Okay, and also it doesn't really it doesn't like swing four times or anything. Okay, so it's not it's not very exciting. Twice, right? yeah. yeah, it doesn't. Somebody even should should now. make I'll, a card I'll, called Grievous's lightsaber and Grievous's other lightsaber. <laughs> All right. That'll be my first card I submit to Chris Kelly. <laughs> All right. How about, how about EPP Grievous with four lightsabers? Yeah. That'll be card two. All right. That's, let's move yeah. on to. And it's a combo card, so it, it can it can they can have more text on it. So. <laughs> let's move on to number five here. Number five is Kendall's pick. Okay. So I feel like. Put undercover spies there. Yeah, I was gonna say. Well, I have undercover spies higher still, but but if Greg wanted it at the end, I'm afraid if I push it too high that it'll get that it'll, I'll be too greedy. He could, yeah, he could, wind, he could wind up at two, right? Well, yeah. I mean, but I could. I I still have three. I still have pick three. Um, but also I have a wild one that might be able to get through. I still have one sense and one altar, right? Yeah. Okay. Correct. Um, yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll be, we'll, we'll be wild. I'll, I'll get greedy or wait. No, but then. Yeah. Come on, wild man. This is my list. I got, I'm, this is hard. Um, 
Okay, I, I know what I'm going to do. We'll do Undercover Spy here. Right, so Undercover Spies previously sensed going into the five spot. Um, we talked yeah. about that a little bit. Kendall, Batmouse, do you have anything else to say about them? Yeah, it, it's – I mean, I just think it's uh, it's a key – it really is a key part of the game. Um, I think uh, especially the – you know, the Undercover card is, is, an, is interesting in and of itself, but then the particular uh, choices of characters that can just deploy as an Undercover Spy is interesting – because like a persona cost, you know, Jin, it's the only version of Jin. Uh, but still, that's like a major, that's a major light side persona that's 100% spent on on just, you know, on just Jin. And, uh, you know, Bausch and TK422. Um, I think that's, I think that's, uh, that's interesting. Actually, I wish that, I like maybe how, I, I, like, I wish TK422 like, was better. I like how you're just focusing on the, on the, on what light side's giving up. Dark side's giving up Marjade, uh, Mar J with Saber, Mar and Ship to, to deploy yeah. Arca undercover. Um, uh-huh. and and but the the other major portion is so currently Darkseid doesn't have the same level of hate that Lightside does. Lightside hates undercover spy to the point where I'm just gonna kill you at any point during my turn. Just like you're dead. You're an undercover spy, you're dead. Darkseid doesn't get that. Darkseid has to kill them, has to break them in the move phase. So undercover spies in general, you know, are are Greg Greg doesn't like them as as as, a, as it can make it uninteractive. But I, I I go the other way when you have five guys with lightsabers standing at standing at a at a location like that's not fun to fight into. Mm-hmm. So I, I can just undercover spy, and then I have to use a sense to to block one to block two of them. Um, and then, you know, I, I have to have three answers as a dark side player to keep an under undercover spy on the table and light side has like four different answers. Um, they yeah, can just it's, kill, kill it immediately. It's interesting counterplay. Also, uh, I will say it's nice that Corrin Horn still shows up in lots of light side decks because of undercover spies. Uh, cause otherwise he would be, if he would be forgotten to the winds if, uh, if it wasn't for undercover spies. All right, so we're going to lock Undercover Spies here in at number five, unless anybody has any objections, any senses or alters. All good. All right. no. So at the halfway point, we have at number eight, Pod Racing, uh, number seven, Jedi Testing, number six, Combo Cards, and number five, Undercover Spies. And we're going to move into number four, where Mr. Badmouse will get his first pick here. Um, so there, there are really like three, three different things that I can put there. Um, and I, I, I'm going to say, uh, this one cause I don't want it there. Um, so I'm hoping one of you will sense it. But I mean, it, here's the risk is you don't sense it. You guys are the responsible people for letting what? it get there. Uh, no, 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 no. You're, okay. you're responsible Hang on. for your pick. First of all, I I love the idea of baiting out a sense. I thought of doing that myself. I don't love the idea of telling us that you're about to try to bait out a sense. <laughs> look, look, I I it, here here's my thought is if I put this pick here and you don't sense it, it's your fault. <laughs> what? It's your fault that it makes the list. 
Greg, you should be very familiar with bat logic at this point. This is <laughs> yeah. This does we sound like a game to, of, We may of have to mafia. institute a uh, a bat mouse rule here. Uh, but but I but I but this one I this one technically I this one this this one technically I uh, we we left I uh, I left open. I was wondering when people were, when somebody was going to do this, but uh, I'm going to put inserts at this point. All right, you got me. Sense, double sense, alter control, reflux control V. Yeah, See, I was gonna let it. I was gonna let that go through. <laughs> no, 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 no. Inserts are not going on this list. They are my bottom ranked uh, rule from the appendix. Uh, let, let's uh, let's eviscerate Batmouse's choice here, even though it was just to draw out a sense. So uh, on thematics, it gets an F. Uh, there is nothing thematic about an insert card. Like a good a good thematic rule makes it feel like a, a Star Wars movie is unfolding on the table. Usually, um, is a bizarre movie. It's like a Rise of Skywalker, but it, nevertheless, it feels like there is a movie happening in your game. Inserts are the opposite of that. It does not feel like anything from a movie. It's just a reminder that you're playing a card game. Uh, are they easy to understand? Yeah, that's the one thing I could give insert cards. Are they fun? No, not at all. There's there's never been a fun insert. Are they playable? No, you don't really see them in games. So yeah, they're they're like a D minus overall. <laughs> I just want to point out that Terrible I got inserted on in the GMPC last week, just so you know, people do. Play. <laughs> I so so I actually I was I was thinking you probably were going to put in pick inserts, and I actually would have. I actually would have been okay with that. Uh, I think that I think that um, insert is a really it's a neat mechanic because of the just the like sort of the dexterity of it all, like sticking it sticking another another card in the middle of the deck. I think is a, it's a neat mechanic, and then um, also uh, I I think I think really you know anger fear anger fear aggression you can you can abuse it obviously, uh, but is a card that I like. Um, I think that odds is it's, you know, numbers, the numbers decks are just like, those are, those are bad cards, but I think that those are, and then the, uh, the premiere, isn't there a premiere insert that just like makes you stop, stop activating. activating? Yeah. Like, I like that one too. They to a rat of that to once per game because it was so strong. Uh, well, once you, if you play enough of them. Yeah. I mean, and I mean, maybe it's, yeah, and I mean maybe maybe the balance, you know, maybe the balance is off. Maybe um, you know, maybe anger, fear, aggression, uh, shouldn't have been exactly as it was. Maybe it should have been more like more like order to engage, where it's like you have to if you have presence, you know, if you can initiate a battle, then you have to initiate a battle or something like that. Um, but I don't know. I think I think it as a as a premise, I, I like it. But okay. But okay, Batmouse Bat Mouse gets Ooh. that. We'll have to discuss what we want to say. I want to say one more bad thing about inserts. Okay. <laughs> Kendall reminded me of something else I hate about inserts, which is once they go in your deck, um, suddenly there's like these new restrictions. You're not allowed to count the cards in your deck because you'll see where the insert is. You're, you have to declare in advance how much you're going to activate. Uh, so that you don't like start to activate and then say, oh, you see the insert and then you go, you can't go back. So it kind of feels like now there's like this strict like teacher looking over your shoulder, making sure you're not cheating at the game. And that just feels awful too. So. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like if there were better insert cards, like if better designed insert cards that you could, you could figure that out. Like you could say, no, you are allowed to count your deck. Uh, you are allowed to, you're just allowed to know how far down it is. Like, 
that you know that that kind of solves that. I would then, I would like that, but you can't you can't give this a good rating based on what you think the insert rules should be. I didn't. I, 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 I <laughs> Batmouse is the one that says he thinks it's yeah. It's the best, okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's it's the number right. four. I'm just yeah. I'm well, Batmouse. I put this that, at number it, four. Go ahead. Yeah. So that one got blown out. That, yeah. That's got sense. Yep. That's exactly <laughs> what I wanted. Okay. Um, and I'm I'm gonna see if I can do it again. Let's see if I can if I can get. No, all you stuff. can't do. No, no, don't do. No, oh yeah. No. I'm, I'm, oh yeah. You ready? You ready? Are you, Go ahead. Give me your candle. Uh, let's put bluff rules right here. That is bluff my second lowest. That's my second lowest. Yeah. So again, there you know, there's almost nothing thematic about bluffs um, compared to inserts. I, I guess there's just a play on the word bluffs. Is it easy to understand? No, it's the most unknown, complicated uh, rule. Uh, for the listeners who don't know it, um, Dark gets to like put down cards face down, and then um, if you just leave, if Light leaves them face down, they add one to four strain each. Um, if Light doesn't like that, they can flip them over, uh, and then they deploy for free. Um, if they can not, deploy, not free, deploy zero. Oh, really? Okay, so deploy uh, zero. Deploy zero, so it might get modified, I guess. Um, and uh, oh, actually, deploy zero is better because free would be affected by that shield. Goldenrod, uh, yeah. Goldenrod, and zero is is fine. Uh, so light flips them over. If they're if if they're interrupts, there's I think there's some kind of penalty to dark if they can't be if they're cards that can't be deployed. Lose uh, two force. Lose two. Okay. Uh, so Batmouse, uh, if you'd like to join the rules team, uh, you can be the bluffs expert. Uh, <laughs> that position is currently open. Uh, uh yeah, I'll, I'll, take, I'll take you up on that. Uh, I've, all I, right. I, I've, actually, I've actually, every time there's been an opening, I have applied. All right. Uh, rules team bluffs expert, uh, position has been, has been filled. Uh, also our bluffs fun. No, not that I know of. Have they ever been playable? I, I think I heard in legacy at one point they were. Uh, so yeah, bluffs are like a D, D minus, similar to so, hit, 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 hit. so use it, use your card. Well, that's been put at number four. So use your card. No, uh, yeah, I'm gonna hold my sense. I, I can't waste my last sense. Yeah, okay, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not sensing it. Yeah, great job, right. Batmouse. You put bluffs at, at four and tried out. to try to pin the blame on us. And now we're gonna have to write a new rule. I have pinned the blame. All right, so bluff rules goes into four. I you into giving me number four. I bluffed you into the bluffs. The bat. Bluff oh, okay. Okay, I four. see. All right. I mean, so... honestly, honestly, I don't know bluffs rules, but it, it is kind of like I do. I do think that we need something on on this list that is such and like location <laughs> name <laughs> rules in effect here. I, I, I and uh, and you know, if not that one, would have been something else. Yeah, it would have been asteroid. Is is trench rules? Yeah, that's well, that's on the appendix C. On the list. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yep. All right, so let's move on to number three. Pick number three, that is Kendall's last pick here. Okay, well, you guys got on my case for not picking the Pit of Carcoon higher on the list last time. Uh, and uh, so I did the opposite this time, and uh, my uh, my vanity pick is at number three, Capturing Characters. Um, I think this is a... like. Star Wars is, I mean, the best part, the best thing about Star Wars is the criminals. Uh, the bounty hunters are the, they have, they have one, one, like, you could take a picture of where they are in the, mo of how much they, time they have in the movie, 
And yet they have some of the deepest, most interesting backstories because they're the coolest designs. Um, you know, capturing Han Solo is such a, is such an iconic thing. Um, and, and all the, like, you know, the specific, like kind of non-lethal weapons that all of them, that all the bounty hunters have. And it just, you know, escorting, escorting is great. Imprisoning is great. Uh, even, even like, even, even the fact that, uh, you usually just want to, when you're in battle, you usually just want to, uh, let them like like release them like that is also very thematic because a lot of times when bounty hunters are in battle they're they use their non-lethal weapon to tie somebody up and eliminate them from the battle so that they can you know so that they can get away or so that they can you know do whatever and and also our main our our heroes you know because of storytelling you know you can't just kill off the heroes so that's a great way of 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 having the good guys be able to lose without without killing them off i just i love i love the capturing mechanic so much yeah my only objection is i'd put it at one or two capturing is great like you said super thematic maybe if if it's ever a little bit confusing because of things like inactive rules i would say it's worth it like this is something where okay maybe you get a little confused but totally worth it for how thematic and fun it is it's very interactive seeing characters go back and forth get captive uh, get captured get released uh, obviously playable, like almost every game has, if not capturing, at least a threat that IG with gun is going to come down and capture someone. So uh, capturing, great choice. Like it. I um. So my only my only objection to this is that you said capturing characters. I'm a tractor beam guy. Um, give me your starships. I, I <laughs> like I've captured and and turned and now I have a Han Chewie and the Falcon running around in space. I. I've done it with uh with 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 uh, gold leader, so give me that. Uh, now you pay to draw a battle destiny. You know, the capturing of starships is is also extremely important. So if you if you expand it to all of capturing instead of just capturing characters, I'm good with it. No, there those are two different those that's, are two different rule. items. <laughs> it, I, I it's capturing characters or capturing starships. That's those are two oh, different the, uh, entries in the in yeah, the appendix. They are they are, they are different entries, and and capturing starships is is a good bit different. Um, okay, I, I don't so think you, it's as so, thematic. Like you capture the Falcon, and then what Han and Chewie get replaced by like evil Han and evil Chewie. It, it doesn't so make you, as much sense to me. Um, also, the rules for it are a little. Maybe it's that they're more complicated, or maybe it's just that they're less known because it doesn't come up as much. But that's also oh, okay. a ding against it is it, it doesn't really get used so much. Okay, um, so it's still fun. I'm going to make you I'm, I'm going to make one of you guys blow an altar then uh, since. Yeah, capturing, capturing has been sensed and Kendall's going to alter in response. That mouse burns a sense. Kendall burns his altar. And we get capturing at number three. I don't think Greg's going to try to take that one out. So that sounds fine. Capturing at number three. It's technically it's just capturing is the thing. Uh, all right, we'll move on to position two. That is Greg again. So what is number two on your list? Uh, let's see. Um, I had capturing was my number two. Um, I'll go with the hey, capturing was my number two, too. I should have picked something else. It's my number six. It was my That's right. Maybe six. maybe I'm going to put your number three at number two. I, I'm going with the Hoth energy shield. Uh, it's another thing that I feel is very thematic. Um, 
and not too complicated. It's just, hey, you know, dark, we have the energy shield up. You can't deploy here. Uh, whether it's fun is kind of up to the individual player. I know that, you know, right now there's no light side half deck that puts the shield up and runs around with speeders like we had in Legacy, but who knows? Maybe design will do something about that at some point. Um, so I just, I don't think there's even that much to say other than it's great. It's thematic. It works exactly the way you would expect. Um, if you never read the rules and you just had to guess what the Hoth energy shield does, you'd probably guess dark can't go where there's a shield and, and that's it. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say it, it, it's perfectly fine. I'm, I'm not gonna, not gonna sense it or anything. Um, I, I, I think that the, the one thing that I, I, I dislike about the game and the, the shield right now is that there isn't, that there is no dark side energy shield right now. Mm -hmm. Um, so you lose an entire, and dark side doesn't even have energy shields to even be able to play their epic effect. So you know, their epic event. Um, so that that's my one like caveat of, of dislike for for Hoth energy rules in general. That and being able to like just drain under the shield. Um, but I'm okay. I'm okay with it. Otherwise, I just I I would like to see Dark Side be able to do something about it. And currently, they can't. <laughs> it, I, I would agree with it, you. It, I, it, I hope it's hidden NPE. It's hidden NPE. Sure. What uh what. What what um what cards does everybody still have left? I I have a I just have a sense, right? And you have one sense. Have? Greg has one sense in one altar, and Batmouse has one sense in one altar. I I wanted to add, you know, I love the Battle of Hoth. You know, it's one maybe it's my favorite part of all of of Star Wars. Um, yeah. And so that's that's part of what fed into me picking the half energy shield rules and yeah you know maybe there there could be better cards to have a cool battle of half um in the card game so again maybe design will do something about that um i hope that they do because um it's, again it's like my favorite thing i i guess the question is it does it deserve to be number two and is kendall yeah. want to sense it so okay so here's here's where i'm here's where i'm at um it does not deserve to be number two. Um, I'm not sure what does, but it doesn't. It's not on my list at all. Uh, granted, granted, like my higher, most of my higher stuff, except for my number one, um, are on the list. Greg has an altar, but Batmouse has a sense, and Batmouse's last, Batmouse has the last pick, and his defensive shield. And he has his defensive shield. So we'd have to fight pretty hard. Well, the defensive shield doesn't really matter that much, but basically where we're at right now is if I'm going to use my sense, then the other person has to also be willing to use their sense uh, because there's no reason for them not to alter. I, I'm, if you, if you did this, I, I you'd consider, you'll, okay. I'll use, I'll hey, use hey, illusion. Come on. <laughs> well, well Batmouse yeah, could be bluffing here. Batmouse could Batmouse could be yeah, bluffing. Batmouse could be bluffing. Yeah, he's no a, he is a dirty, dirty liar. And uh but I also kind of think that I want a better number two. So like I almost don't even I, I think number one is pretty clear based on what we've said so far and and what hasn't been said. Uh and I, I, I 
can't see our faces while we're doing this, but I, I watched Greg's face when, when Kendall said that, and Kendall, uh, Greg does not agree. No <laughs> I mean, I just, there's, there's, there's just, there's one, my number one is just like so far and away, like more important to the game and everything uh, that I, that it has to be number one or number two. Uh, and I just, I think Hoth Energy Shield rules at number two just seems, that seems horrible. Like that's, if it was at number four, like it, it's your fault if it makes the list. Yeah. If, well, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't, I don't know. Batmouse is trying to get me to spend my thing so he can put something stupid at number one, but I have more, <laughs> I have more faith in Batmouse. Um, it also like, I like a lot of these rules and Hoth energy shield rules. I don't like, I don't even, I would say Hoth energy. I think I could explain how they work. You pay an extra one. And the thing, yeah, I hate the, hey, yeah, I hate the dark one. side. Where you? No, you don't. What? Yeah, so you need the census because you, you don't know what the rules <laughs> no, are. No, for dark side to move, don't they have to pay an extra one? That's on the location. That's no. not the rule. Okay, well, then I, uh, yeah, veto, or I mean, <laughs> sense. All right, energy I'm shield rules. I'm, I'm actually sense. just gonna let it. I'm gonna let it go through. I've got other good ones, so. Okay. Um, okay. Ooh. Okay, so it's sensed. Um, I'm gonna put sensed. blown away at number two then. Uh, blown away. We didn't use it. We didn't use blown away yet, right? I know we talked about it. No. That's, okay. Yeah. That's actually that is an inspired choice. I like yeah. That. So, blown away stuff is complicated for sure, but um, totally worth it. It is so fun and satisfying to blow something away. Uh, whether you're blowing away a whole planet or just a shield generator, it's fun for the whole family. Uh, you you have this immense satisfying feeling of flipping the card over and like everything at the location goes lost. If you're blowing away a planet, all the sites you wipe you know you wipe them off the table. I know that doesn't come up in a real game very often, but it's so much fun and it's super thematic. So uh, it is worth the complexity. I love seeing stuff get blown away. I want design to do more stuff with blowing away. Number two for sure, that's, if not number one. Great. That's great. No, that's, I think actually, well, no, I still think my number one is the, what I have is number one is the correct number one, but number two, and it wasn't even on my li list, but I like blown away a lot. Cause it's, cause it's, it's just like everything that happens in star Wars revolves around ex blowing something up. <laughs> yeah. Like it's, yeah. it's, yeah. Whether it's the shield, you know, the shield generator or the death star the death or stars. the bunker, uh, or the, or the, the fly, the blockade like, flagship, like or all those, all those, all those cards that you can blow away, except for the hollow table for some reason. <laughs> um, and, and believe me, Chewie probably blew it up. <laughs> like, like you know, if, if he gets, if he gets, if he loses that much against a, against C-3PO, you know, he's probably got somebody that he plays against that he just, he like pulled out his bowcaster and shot it. <laughs> Batman? Uh, so blown away is, uh, I will tell you the blown away was number four on my list. Uh, I have, I'm, I'm not going to challenge it. Um, as, as a dark side player, being able to blow away Alderaan is great. Um, being able to get blown up when you're playing uh, uh, TTO is not. <laughs> uh, but I do enjoy blown away rules in general. And the the one the one part that I came across like, oh cool. So if someone is playing hidden base against you. And you just blow away Alderaan. You you've actually already probed Alderaan when you do that too. 
Yeah, that's one of my <laughs> that's one of my favorite rules is a uh, and it, it says it the way it says it in the AR is just so like nonchalant. It's like, by the way, a blown away planet is considered to have been probed. It's like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, not, I, I not, suppose not I suppose we did probe ship. that planet. Yeah, not, yeah. Not, not you only blew up not, the not, rebel not, base. You didn't just find yeah, the rebel base. Look, overkill, <laughs> overkill only is only a thing for something that doesn't really need to happen. You need all. You need the rebel base gone. Yeah. That's not overkill. That's effective use of weaponry. All right. So it sounds like blown away is not well. Bat Mouse is not going to sense it. Greg is not going to sense his own choice. So blown away. Uh, penciled in here at number two, and we go to our last pick. Um, the way this game has played out, Badmask gets put whatever he wants, I think. Yeah, uh, yeah. Wait, wait, hang on. What? Can you just re review what everyone has? So, Greg, you have one sense and one altar. Kendall has nothing, and Batmouse has one sense and one altar. Oh, so he can and shield my sense. He also has his defensive shield. Which, if well, you sense his choice, he gets to put the next one in, and it's immune to sense. Well, he can just alter my sense, so he can just yeah. pick what he wants right away. Yep. All right, Batmouse, I guess uh, Bat well Mouse, played. Number one way to play the game. The Batmouse rule. The Batmouse rule will be will be all uh, because we clarified that undercover spies could get higher on the list. Yes. <laughs> uh, you can see that 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 was your downfall. Um, <laughs> so there there are three that I have here. Um, and I actually wrote, wrote one down twice. I wrote down stealing twice. <laughs> um, like I have it as number eight and then I have it as number three. So I must really, really like stealing. Um, <laughs> and I kind of like, it, I, I would choose that if I knew Greg would just sense it that that way I, that way I could just use my shield and, and the shield wasn't just away for the game. Go ahead. Okay. So I'm going <laughs> to put, I'm <laughs> If you're gonna sense it, I'm gonna choose stealing here just so no, that no, it, it, play, it gets its time. Play with good faith. Play, put, put what you want at number one. Uh, you're, Sabak, gonna, you're gonna be I'm able gonna to alter it. I'm gonna put Sabak at number one. Okay. Sabak at number Sabak. one. I don't hate it, but it is not on my. It is not on my eight, eight top eight. But I don't totally hate you for picking Sabak. Sabak at you. Apparently, number one was not as clear as I thought it was. <laughs> well, you were going to choose asteroid rules. No, I was not. I, Kendall, were I you going to choose the Jarek rules? No. Reacts. Reacts are good, too. Reacts yeah, are on my list. It's in every game. Man, yeah. Sabak is it thematic because you're like, oh, Han won the Falcon playing Sabak. I can play Sabak. I'm pretty sure I could win the Falcon. I could win an unpiloted starship uh, on at least one of them. Um, I can take your droid. I can get your 3PO. And now I'm running around with 3PO who gets to do things for me. So now, now that would be – isn't that like Gem Tom like dream to win – to have four long and then, and then win, win C, uh, 3PO? So you, you can just – all right, cool. I'm going to put two cards back. I, I, see, I see you killing my drop, and now, and now I'm going to go ahead and just cycle everything. Um, I will, Sabak. Oh God. Yeah. So go ahead. I'll, I'll go had after. Two picks, and he chose Sabak and Bluffs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like. I, yeah, I do feel like you made the the list feel a little less serious, but that's okay. We're all having fun. <laughs> here's here's the good I'm things. I, here's the good things I can say about 
Sabak, uh, first of all, yes, it's really thematic. I think Decipher was very creative, creating a, a miniature game of blackjack out of it. A uh, very creative way of, of implementing Sabak into the game. It's a card game within a game. Uh, easy to understand because people already know how to play blackjack. So it's blackjack to 11. Um, it's, it's quick to learn. There are some weird oddities in the rules. You have to uh, know about the clone cards and, and so forth, but it, it's pretty quick. It's a short rules entry to read. Uh, the only problem is every single time someone plays Sabak, you end up breaking out the rule book and rereading that entry. Um, it's, you know, the downside is um, it gets abused. Like the main reason someone puts Sabak in their deck is because they have some trick to get a six and a five and just get a perfect Sabak. And you don't even really feel like you're playing the game uh, of blackjack. You just feel like you're just doing your trick to draw a perfect Sabak and win instantly. Uh, that's the downside. If you had to shuffle your deck and then play Sabak, uh, that would be a little more fun, but people would still just find a way to have only two cards in their deck with a five and a six. Yeah, it's almost like it's almost like if uh, if if you were playing a game and everybody was like, you know, kind of expected to be playing in good faith, and then you had one player who like kind of went out of his way to to manipulate the rules in his favor. I've never seen that happen before, ever. Okay, what if it was recirculate and then reshuffle and then start playing? I think that that would be fun, but then maybe not good enough to actually right, no one right. would use it. Yeah, I I let I so Sabak is. There, we didn't talk about. I always, I usually use missing as the as the example when I talk about this. But there are a handful of of uh, of decipher rules that I think would would have worked in a rotating format as a as like a temporary keyword. You know, like Magic the Gathering comes out every year, and they have like you know flashback is the is the keyword for this year, and then eventually that and everybody learns how to play flashback, and there's a bunch of cards that interact with flashback and then eventually that goes away. And I, I think that, uh, yeah, like things like missing or Sabak, uh, even, even like asteroid rules or something. Um, they're in it. It's an interesting thing in a small environment where you kind of know that most people or pod racing is another one where it's like, you kind of know that most people are going to be, uh, engaging with this mechanic. Uh, but to have it be there, forever is is a little bit uh i mean there's that's you know that's kind of the reason that i that i feel like it you know it needed to be shielded and and everything um but i don't know putting it at number one on the list kind of kind of characterizes the list as a, it's you know somebody somebody uh uh, <laughs> uh joker king when i was asking my team like what what i should what i should put on my list he could not understand what the criteria for this list was and he posted a meme that was like, I don't understand what you're saying, and I will not engage with it. Uh, it, was a, it was an arrested development. Isn't that the meme. premise for the whole show? Is that is that we are <laughs> ranking things with no specific <laughs> rhyme or reason? Right, 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 right. Yes, yeah, there's no necessary that's, criteria. That's part of the, that is part of the premise, which you're you're right. You are you are correct. And I'm and this and this one uh, I think was particularly uh, a you know a, a, a particularly arbitrary set of criteria. Um, but, uh, but you know, that's, that's what I get for having Batmouse, uh, as my, <laughs> as my collaborator here. Um, yeah, keep him at, keep him at that, at that only getting two picks 
as often as possible, I guess, is the moral, right? <laughs> Let him win trivia every time. So we have our full list. Um, before I go down the list, I want to go around and get everybody's honorable mentions. So maybe one of the ones that didn't make the list that you think deserves to be mentioned alongside. Um, I'll start with Kendall. I think I know what you're going to say already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, React's definitely... Uh, so my list, my list was, uh, I think I got five of the of the eight. So actually, not as good as the previous one. But yeah, I mean, Reacts was my number one, and I'm so I'm really surprised it didn't make the list. If if you guys didn't think it was deserved to be number one, then then uh, then I'm surprised it didn't get uh, pulled up earlier. And then um, and then yeah, Asteroids would have been my my other kind of goofy pick but uh and stealing was number eight but i didn't care about stealing <laughs> do you have a bottom list do you have a bottom list like a worst i don't i don't know i just i just i just have a top i just have a top eight greg's got one through 28 split out <laughs> i'm pretty sure <laughs> uh greg what's your honorable mention honor roll uh this was briefly mentioned but never officially nominated stealing is uh really good for the same reason that capturing is really good and uh, for bottom, aside from bluffs and inserts, uh, the worst rules are the mining droids because there's like a page of rules about how to do landmines and there are no landmines in Star Wars. It just makes no sense <laughs> why this is in the game. Uh, also, collapsing sites like doesn't really happen. So it's unnecessary complexity. And the cave rules, like, why? Why are why is there a rule that the cave turns into the belly? Like why do we have that? I like that uh, uh, one of the things I saw in the the cave rules don't include the Dagobah cave or the Hoth Wampa cave, so it's really just like it's the just big the one cave, cave rules. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, but uh, stealing will be my honor roll. Um, so you, you so like I said, I had stealing at three and eight on my list because I I can't make lists and um. But you mentioned that uh, bombing run is probably going to be my honorable mention. Um, as you know, the collapsing part it doesn't happen. But again, I, I'm not a fan. I, I'm personally not a fan of when. All right, cool. I'm just going to stack like six, six guys here and say you can't fight me here. So if I can't undercover spy you, I can at least collapse you and kill all the people inside. <laughs> um, yeah, actually, <laughs> like, I like I like the idea of that as well, and I think that. I think that that's the kind of like I mean bombing thing. Even if even if collapsing sites isn't a thing, bombing things is definitely a thing in Star Wars. The bombing rules also include just like when you bring your tie bomber down to like participate in battles. That's the other version. That's the other half of the bombing run, right? Is you you can just like have your tie bomber in a fight, and that always felt weird to me because now the tie bomber's power is being compared to character's power. And right. it creates it. That means that there's like this equality. Like you can now equivocate like a character like Luke has and six power and you can the compare that to a starfighter and you can compare a starfighter to like a star destroyer. So now you can compare Luke's power to a star destroyer's power. It, it's a little weird that that mm. they, they basically can cross well, over you can like compare that. Luke's power to an ad ad already. True. Right. Okay. True. Uh, but, uh, I always feel like there's I always feel like the the power levels and stuff and ba the way battles work is more um like there's more going on than just the characters fight like than just the people that we actually see. Okay. Um like that there's you know if there's no weapon I mean the biggest thing is if there's no weapons in the fight in the fight they're still shooting at each other. Sure. It's just that it's just that when you have a lightsaber or you have a blaster then that means that the that, that blaster played a key role in the fight. 
Sure. Yeah, like like Leia's not running up to punch Darth Vader in the face. I, right. I mean, there there are other things that are happening, right? Yeah. Though that yeah. Would be, in my mind, that would she be is. Fun. That that's how the game. That that's, that's me, she, she is. She's, she's punching Darth Vader. Yeah. I also and then and then sort of along with that, I also feel like the reason that you have overflow when you have one character at a site and a bunch of dark side guys is that that character is defending the white hats, you know, is defending somebody. So, so, so when, when, you know, when Leia alone at the, on the death star or whatever is there, she's like leading a prison break and, (laughs) and she gets killed, but also the 20 other people that are, that are there that can't, that couldn't really put up a fight get killed. That is an interesting theory of so overflow. Each unit of overflow is like a random no name that died. Not necessarily. Right. It's not necessarily one to one, but okay. uh, but there's but it, but it no, represents I, that. It's it's your morale. It's your morale dropping, right? Oh, okay. That's there's well, dropping. there's just there's significant. I think there's other significance to battle than than just the literal. Otherwise, okay. otherwise overflow doesn't make any sense. Okay, that works. All right. Well, before we move on to the the recap and my list. Um, I have awarded today's episode. Uh, I've awarded Greg Zinn, our guest, as the winner. Um, he Ooh. got the most points in trivia, and he actually got the most points during discussion too. So, a runaway victory for Greg here. Um, I'll give number you my two, number two. Quick. Sorry, then why do I feel like a loser? Why is why is it that Sabak <laughs> is number one? Because <laughs> I played the game correctly. I played the game correctly is why. You 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 won the battle, but not the war. Yeah. Uh, all right, so I'll give you my list real quick. I had, as honorable mentioned, local trouble battle, just because it's funny to me that that got its own uh, entry. Uh, number eight, Sabak, we talked about. Number seven, bombing runs, we talked about. Number six, hatred cards. Um, I think that's an interesting way to just represent anger in a physical form. Um, number five, I had reacts. Number Wait, four. Wait, can I use my oh, can I use my sense on the hatred nope. cards from Bill's list? <laughs> <laughs> nope, I get a control. <laughs> he does uh, get a control. Number four, uh, blown away. Number three, I had pod racing. Number two, uh, I had the Senate. Come on, like I, I think it's interesting. I know everybody hates it. And then my number one, which I'm surprised didn't get mentioned at all, is Dejaric rules. Uh, absolutely, my favorite rules. Um, some of my favorite cards, and I really hope that somebody in design, wink, wink, can work on making those work a little bit better. And yeah, I, 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 I think I feel like you've chosen that one because of your because because of something on your leg. I want you to know that one of the questions I did consider is what Dejaric is tattooed on my leg. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so I'll give you the list we came up with as the group. Our honorable mentions, we had Reacts, Stealing, and Bombing Run. Uh, at number eight, we had Pod Racing. At number seven, we had Jedi Testing. At number six, we had Combo Cards. Number five, Undercover Spies. Uh, at number four, Bluff Rules. Number three, Capturing. Number two, blown away, and our number one rule from Appendix C of the AR, Sabak. So that the list is interesting to me because uh, it's like the bottom half. Normally, the bottom half would be the weird stuff, <laughs> but kind of the top half is the like. I mean, because even even blown even blown away and capturing are rarities the, are thematics over mechanics and the kind of the bottom half of the list is more um you know like things like combo cards like are more like mechanical interesting and that explains why reacts because reacts are not 
like really i mean it's the it's not not thematic but it's not uh it's not a uh yeah it, it's it, it's it's yeah it's not as yeah so i'm wrong it's not number one sabak is number one sabak is <laughs> yeah sabak is the way to go yeah no i i think sabak represents everything that star wars ccg is about that's for sure it must if it's number one good 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 bad or different <laughs> i mean it, it you're playing a card game this is all about playing a card game right <laughs> so why not have the card game be the thing that's the best about a card game yeah 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 i mean and it's and it's just i don't know we're talking about we're talking about these weird rules it's definitely a weird rule well, they this, this this is the section that I do refer to as the WTF rules, and um, WTF is is a way to close that gap when you're when you, when you're kind of just I want to have fun, but I kind of want to win every once in a while too. Yeah, if someone said tell me something weird about Star Wars CCG, I don't know the game at all. I think Sabak is not a bad way to be like, oh, by the way, we can play a card game inside our card game. We can play blackjack. Um, but I'd rather tell them about blowing up planets. <laughs> well, that's a number two. It's still yeah. pretty good. It's, it's still pretty right good. There. Uh, yeah, yeah. Now that I'm glad, I'm glad, Batmouse, I'm glad you didn't pick Reacts because Reacts are boring. Um, and th- now this list is much more interesting. So, yeah. All right. Well, uh, thanks, Greg, for coming on. Thanks, Taco Bill, for writing the trivia and and keeping the keeping the train on the tracks. Uh, not going to thank Batmouse this time around. Uh, <laughs> for breaking, thanks for everyone breaking for listening. Already. Until next time, uh, good luck, have fun, and no reverts. This podcast is a production of the Kendallcast Podcast Network. If you'd like to support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash Kendallcast or make a direct donation through the PayPal link at kendallcast.ninja. Thanks for listening.